are listening to Mary Conley, The Cause Coach, giving rise to action, creating fitness of mind and body, making the world better through running. Hello, and welcome to The Cause Coach Podcast. I am your host, Mary Connolly. Thank you for tuning in to yet another episode. Um, my guest today is a, a coach, a registered dietitian nutritionist, and a marathon runner. Uh, her business is Fuel with Nader. Her cause is Girls on the Run. Welcome, Lydia Nader. Thank you for having me. I am, I'm really, really excited. This is just such an important subject. Um, and I think it's one that runners overlook a lot. And I think runners kind of fit into, into two groups. There's the runners who take up running because they want to lose weight. And then you have the runners who are looking to, you know, that are, you know, really consider themselves athletes and are really like focused on performance but nutrition is so important for either group, right? Um, yeah. You know, you know, I have had my ups and downs in my running career, and a lot of it has to do with nutrition. So, um, so let's let's step start at the beginning. I, I'm I'm really interested to know how you know, like, what's your story? How did you get into this? Yeah. So I'll keep it short and sweet for that one. Cause it could take a while for me to explain <laughs> it. But, um, so I always knew that I wanted to work with athletes. Um, and when it really started for me was actually when I was choosing my degree for undergrad. Um, and I actually went into my undergrad with the idea that I was going to be an athletic trainer and physical therapist and wanted to work with athletes. Um, I went into school and kind of realized that that wasn't really the case. That wasn't really going to be the best fit for me necessarily with all the other passions that I had. And so I discovered nutrition. I didn't even know that you could study nutrition in college. I didn't know there was such a career that you could do in it. Um, so that kind of, I wanted to join the nutrition that I just discovered that was amazing, cool career with, I still want to work with athletes. So I was a runner. I've been a runner and we'll talk about that more. Um, why my cause is girls in the run, because I've been a runner since I was 10 years old, um, because girls on the run. And so, you know, all those things being a runner myself, I started applying a lot of the knowledge that I was learning in school, both in undergrad and then my master's to, you know, what I was doing every day and then started telling people about it and started being like, wait, I can, I could, give runners that I'm running with the nutrition that I'm learning about and applying, um, on a daily basis. So that is the cliff notes version of how I got started as a registered dietitian, primarily working with like endurance athletes. Yeah. Well, that, um, that's fabulous. And it, and, you know, it's so, like I said, it's just like, it's so important. Um, and, and it's probably one of, I mean, even just, just starting with like hydration, right. You know, I mean, yeah. it, 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 and you know, you know, my, my husband, but like, you know, sometimes we'll sit here and we'll have these like little aches and pains. And, and then I, you know, we'll say to each other, like, you know, how's your hydration? And, and then you just start <laughs> drinking water and suddenly your problem solved. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so on your website, um, it says personalized nutrition for your lifestyle. So, you know, what does that look like? Yeah. So that looks like everything under the sun, basically. <laughs> so one of the reasons I have that phrase in my company is because I really learned through shadowing other dietitians, going through the whole educational system that 
nutrition is not a cookie cutter system. It is definitely something that is um, something that has to be very personalized. It's, it's an emotional attachment to your food. It's your lifestyle. And you talked about diets too. And you know, what personalized nutrition looks like for your lifestyle is the food and nutrition and the recommendations that I give fit into your lifestyle rather than you trying to make it fit into your lifestyle. That's why diets don't really work. If that's something that you're trying to do, because it forces you to change your lifestyle for the diet. Um, so it's changing that up and allowing for not just a meal plan. People think work with a dietitian, lose weight. I get a meal plan and that's all it is, but there's so much more than that. It's, I create fueling plans. Sometimes it's a checklist for some people because that's how their, their personality or their lifestyle works. They don't, they don't need the know what to eat every single day, Monday through Friday, you know, breakfast, lunch, dinner. Some people do need that. So I change my recommendations and my style of coaching and counseling to the individual to make sure that they have the best results possible. Yeah, that's, that's so important too, because I know a couple of things happen, you know, you, when you try to, so many of these diets, right, Mm -hmm. where you, you try to follow them. And then the minute you go out to eat, you know, it's out the window, right? Or, or the, the minute you, you, you get through the 30 days or whatever that you've set out to, you know, as your goal, you know, then you're like, oh, I'm done. And then you just like binge eat or, um, or, you know, from, from a runner's perspective, I know, you know, like if I'm, you know, sometimes I get back from a run and I'm just so hungry that if I don't have like the right food sort of ready to eat, I'm going to wind up eating something really stupid, you know? So that yeah. I just kind of, you know, and I think a lot of times some people approach the running lifestyle in, a way that's like, oh, well, you know, I run so I can eat whatever I want. And that isn't the way to do it either. So I will say I was one of those people for a long time, even when I was in my early stages of learning nutrition, I was the runner who was like, not that I was counting calories or saying, oh, I ran this much. My watch says I burned this many calories. I can eat this, but I'd be like, Oh, I just did a long run. I can go eat a couple, couple uh, donuts and I can, you know, eat pizza. And even when I knew what I knew, I was still doing that. And then I started reframing my own thoughts of like, wait, like that's not really supporting my, my recovery. That's not, and I got, as I got more into depth of sports nutrition and what that looked like. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's a very common mindset for a lot of runners, especially runners, either first time runner, like marathon runners, or even on the other end of things too. I've seen it a lot with like higher, like sub elite athletes, oftentimes where they don't think they need to worry about their nutrition. They can eat whatever they want because they're running lots of miles. And that's also not true. Right. Oh yeah. Now, now, obviously eating healthy can be hard for people, you know, especially when we're on the go and we're trying to balance, you know, family schedules and, you know, working full time, you know, plus, you know, workouts and, you know, for some of us, marathon training. Uh, So how do you recommend people go about getting started in like a healthier nutrition, you know, way? (laughs) Yeah. So I would say it depends. I would always, I always say, pick out your like biggest barrier. So for some people, examples could be like they snack and graze throughout the entire day and they're just grazing and they're just eating all day long. 
well, looking at are they having the right kinds of snacks around? Are there's protein incorporated into their snacks? Are there nuts or seeds or cheese or um, peanut butter or, or whatever it could be? Um, you know, is that incorporated um, into those snacks? Um, if it's a barrier of, you know, eating a lot in the evening while you're eating breakfast. So starting the first thing people can do is getting getting started is identify what's their biggest barrier. What are they struggling with the most? And then that starts to gauge, okay, like, is it something that I'm doing in my everyday? Is it something where I need to maybe like meal plan a little bit, or maybe need to prep, or I need to go to the grocery store and grab this quick, easy snack that'll allow for me. Cause maybe it's somebody who's skipping snacks. You know, if they're training for a marathon, they're like, I don't understand why I get to the end of my day and I'm just eating, eating, eating. And I feel like this bottomless pit. But then when we review what they're kind of consuming in a day, they're not eating a whole lot earlier in the day. And maybe they're a morning runner on top of that. Well, let's, let's front load that day with some nutrition to help the recovery so that you don't feel like you're, you're this bottomless pit at the end of the day, just eating and eating. So it's definitely healthy eating is very, once again, individualized, but identifying what the biggest barrier is, and then looking for what are the tools that are going to help you solve that. Or basically, I always say the tools in your tool belt, because there can be multiple tools to use in different situations and scenarios. Yeah. And that goes, that goes back to the whole idea of that, you know, that, that personalized approach to nutrition, because, you know, we know that there's so many different diets out there. A lot of them are contradictory. Um, and I, you know, I tell people, you know, it's the same as, um, you know, there's different training plans and there's different, you know, uh, ways of parenting and there's different, you know, and that's because we are all individuals and we we're all different, you know, like what, you know, what's going to work for me might not work for you or, or someone else. So, it's important that we find out, you know, what works for us. And, but you said something else that I thought was kind of funny about like that, you know, you know, really just scarfing out on all the food at the end of the day, because you did yeah. your workout. And, and when I trained for my first marathon, and I've, I've told this story before, but when I've trained for my first marathon, I lost a ridiculous amount of weight. I had no idea what I was doing. I didn't hang out with runners. I just, I didn't, you know, you know, I was following the training plan and I was kind of eating, you know, normally, but what, what was actually kind of funny, my, my first husband, um, uh, the, who I was married to at the time, uh, actually lost weight too. And he was like, I don't understand why I'm losing weight. Like, I know why you're losing weight. Cause you're running all these extra miles, but you know what it was? I was so hungry when I prepared dinner at night that, I would like look at the, you know, dish stuff out on the plate and I'd start giving myself like more and him less. So I was just cutting down on some of his portions and eating more of them. So he's like, so yeah. You so that was a counteract of what a lot of, uh, you know, um, relationships it's oftentimes oh the other person's gonna eat more than I am but you were doing the counter of that oftentimes <laughs> yeah yeah so so he so he lost weight but I did too but that was you know that was that was not good you know like I lost a ton of weight because I didn't know what I was doing I didn't know you know I didn't know that I should be consuming a lot more calories and and even consuming like the right types of calories mm -hmm. so so like why, you know, I mean, we know that nutrition is important for athletes, but, but like, 
what about nutrition is so important for athletes and, and how are you defining an athlete? Yeah. So nutrition is really important for all athletes. And, and I'll actually start with what is an athlete. I identify a athlete as any individual who is active. I, I don't even like if it's somebody who goes to the gym and they go maybe two times a week, not even three times a week. I still consider that person an athlete because they're doing something active and it doesn't have to be the traditional type of activity. I think, you know, all the information that I provide can work for a marathon runner or can work for just somebody who's like going out and doing an intense hike or going to the gym and doing 30 minutes of intense activity. You know, it, it is about that activity and it's really just someone who is active, I think more so than just doing some movement around, uh, you know, type of thing. But it's so important because you mentioned losing a lot of weight. And, a, and that is a lot of times people's motivation for doing a marathon or doing a half marathon. They're like, I'm going to lose a lot of weight. I'm going to go run. But a lot of times the people don't realize is when we're not eating enough to support the activity we're doing. Yeah, we're seeing weight loss, but we're probably seeing that weight loss in muscle. And yeah. that's precious. You know, I work oh, yeah. with populations from 10 years old to 70, 80 years old. And I just constantly like harp on that topic that muscle mass is such a precious thing for all ages. Um, for younger ages, it's really helpful to prevent injury. You know, if they want to keep doing the sport for long-term, that muscle is going to protect them. Um, your metabolism is influenced by your um, muscle mass as well. So providing the right nutrition, whether it be the right amount of carbohydrates to have the energy to do your activities or the energy to not only do your activities, but then go about the rest of your day. Because I'd say most of the people who are probably going to listen to this are probably people who also have a full-time job in addition to also training for uh, a marathon or a half marathon or whatever it looks like that is not running is not our jobs. It's not what we're doing. So we need to have the energy to do everything else. So it's maybe enough carbohydrates for that. Maybe it's enough protein to help support recovery um, or prevention of injury. Um, maybe it's enough healthy fats to feel full as well as prevent injury. So it's just so important for every active person because whether you want to lose weight, maintain weight, prevent injury, improve your uh, gastrointestinal health, um, you know, make sure that you can help with your fertility even when it comes to you know training for higher endurance activities. All of these things and many others, bone health, all these things, nutrition is important for that. So that's why it's, it's just so important for any type of highly active person. Yeah, I, I couldn't, couldn't agree more. Um, so let's, let's shift a little bit and talk about girls on the run. How did, how yeah. did you get involved in that? And it sounds like you started as an athlete. I did. So um, I was very, very blessed to be able to actually starting running started with girls in the run. So I'm mm -hmm. pretty sure I may be completely wrong on this date. But when I was a participant in girls on the run, the organization was only three years old at the time. Wow. So um, I, I grew up in Cincinnati, Ohio, and that's where the program, um, that's where I was in the program, but I know okay. it's originally from another state. Um, so it, they just branched out, I think it was at that point. And so um, I had joined a brand new school. I had gone from being homeschooled into public school and I 
liked being active. My parents will tell you I loved running on and doing all this stuff, but I was never part of like organized sports or anything of that nature, um, given that I was homeschooled. So I joined this new school. There was this program. They're talking about girls in the run. It was, you know, after school. I was like, this might be a great opportunity. I think my parents also were like, oh, you'll meet friends and things like that. Um, some of my best friends, even to this day, were in that program. Um, so, you know, that that really set the tone for not only being a runner, but for many other lessons for the rest of my life. Um, so it, it truly, I attribute to the fact that I was part of one, you know, I think it was the fall, like one fall with Girls in the Run, running a 5K to really changing the trajectory for the rest of my life. Yeah, that's fabulous. And now you're here in Chicago. The Chicago Girls on the Run is the largest Girls on the Run chapter. It uh, is, which yeah. is which is awesome. So what do you what do you do for girls on the run here now? So I do a lot of different things with girls in the run. Um, when I first moved to Chicago, I, I knew I wanted to continue to be involved with the organization. And I didn't even know that Chicago was the largest chapter uh, at the time. But um, I started off being a coach and just coaching um, at Audubon Elementary, um, which is kind of a random placement. I'm not a teacher, I'm not a parent. So I was like, you know, wherever you need me, that's kind of close to home. Um, and I coached there for about three years. Um, and it was just really great being a coach um, and being able to like tell the girls like, hey, like I was in your shoes at one yeah. point. And I think it's cool for them to sometimes see that. And having all the different types of athletes, you know, like, you know, I actually really was drawn to the girls who maybe were like, I don't really want to be here or like just, you know, would just walk the laps. And I was always drawn to them a lot more because I'd be like, hey, let's talk, let's chat, because I just knew how influential the program was for me. Yeah. Um, I, I do a little less of the coaching with the girls now and a lot more of working with their charity team um, soulmates. So uh, I've been working with their soulmates for I think three, we're going on three years now. Um, and I support them as their dietitian for that team. Um, so I okay. am kind of like a, a resource for that entire team um, and provide, you know, webinars, uh, cooking class demonstrations, classes, types of things we've done in the past. Um, we're currently developing for the soulmates for this year, which According to the the uh, coordinator, it's they they have a wait list. It's like amazing with their soulmates, um, and so it's one of the largest groups they've had um, for the Chicago soulmates. Um, but I'm organizing and creating a a, ser a nutrition series. So there's going to be three um, live Zoom uh, webinars going off of different topics that everyone who's training for Chicago Marathon soulmates will be able to talk about like fueling for the runs hydration you mentioned because we're going to start getting hot and humid in chicago yep. um and then talking about recovery and then race day nutrition so you know I, i've done a lot of different things with the girls in the run but that's what we're working on right now with them well that's great that is that's a really nice added benefit of that program you have my wheels turning because i'm the <laughs> I, I, i'm uh now with the mercy home uh, team. So, yeah. uh, 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 coordinating their team. So, uh, you know, and, and we have, you know, all our, our various partners, um, but nutrition is kind of that missing link perhaps. So we'll have and to talk more. A, exactly. And I think it's so important because like I've, I actually started running marathons with charities as well. Um, so that was actually how I started running full marathons as well and, and still do some charities when I'm running marathons these days. 
But I think adding that benefit just helps support, especially to some charity runners. It's their first marathon. It's how they get into it. And having that support just makes such a big difference for their overall experience. And then their end all experience, you know, if your nutrition's on point, we talked about how important it is. Wouldn't it be great to cross that finish line at Chicago marathon and have, you know, feel good and not feel like, oh, like horrible because your nutrition was on point. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, I actually, one of, uh, somebody that I know, um, uh, Amanda Raz is, um, a, um, uh, soulmate uh, she's run yeah. with the team for a couple of years. I don't know if you've bumped into her. I know the anyway. name. Yeah. 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 So, um, she was one of the first friends that I, I made out here in Chicago, because when I came out here, um, I had volunteered for a similar organization called Let Me Run, which was is essentially the boys answer to girls on the run. Um, and I was a coach in New Jersey and had a similar experience to you in that, you know, some friend of mine wanted to start the program so that her son could be involved in it. And mm. she needed to have a, a, a second coach. And so I was like, all right, I'll do it. You know, I was an RRCA certified coach. I figured it would be good experience for me. And, you know, the same thing I remember, you know, like the one kid on the first day who, you know, we went around and asked everybody, you know, like why they decided to do this. And the one, this one kid is like, my mom made me, you know, like, and I'm like, oh, that's the kid that I, you know, I need to get to, you know, so I totally, totally get that. So, um, I know with, with charity teams, and I'm sure you're mm-hmm. seeing this with, with, uh, with soulmates, um, a lot of first time marathoners. Yeah. So what's the best advice that you could give a first time marathoner? Enjoy it. Don't take it too seriously. The first time take in all the information. I think if it's a first time marathoner and you know, like you said, your first marathon, you know, you weren't around runners, um, necessarily. And that's how I experienced my first marathon actually too, is I wasn't training with a group. I just kind of was like, I'm a runner. I've run, you know, other races. I can just, you know, my, that was my mindset. And I was like, I can just do this. Um, 20 miler runs were very difficult. Um, but I would say up to a first time marathoner, enjoy the whole experience. Try to take maybe even journaling. Like that's something I kind of almost honestly Mm. regret is not really fully remembering all the training necessarily, like remembering what I did, what I learned from it, the conversations I had, you know, a runner telling me if I did join up with a group for a run, you know, did they tell me to do this nutrition? Cause some of that information is just like, you know, really great, you know, even though it's years down the road now, it, it's stuff that is great to reflect on to see how far you come too. I mean, I've run, you know, 12 marathons around the world. And I only remember a few details from the first marathon. And a lot of it has to do with the photos I see or the videos I see, because it's hard for me to necessarily remember the race or the training that I went through. Um, so I would just say, have fun, be present. Um, from a nutritional standpoint, first advice for uh, first-time marathoners, um, hydrate and hydrate often yep. and don't be afraid of sugar. I think that's also, especially first-time marathoners, even if you're somebody who is trying to, you know, maybe your goal uh, in addition to running the marathon is lose weight. Sugar is not your enemy. Sugar can benefit you. It can uh, prevent injuries. It gives you uh, energy. Um, 
And it's not going to necessarily cause weight gain for you as an, as a, as a runner, specifically when you're using it during your actual runs. So, yeah. And you know, that that's, I, I remember when I ran my first marathon and I'm and and, and uh, like, I didn't know what I was doing. So I actually had a book. It was the New York road runners <laughs> complete guide to running. And they had a chapter on marathons with a whole bunch of training plans that I took the beginner training plan and I did exactly what it told me to do. And I read everything there was to, you know, to read in there. And, uh, one, one of the things it said to have, and this was, I, my, I ran my first marathon 25 years ago. So um, it was really before, and of course, maybe they were out there and I just didn't know it, but before like goos and gels and all of that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, so they, you know, they, in the book somewhere, it said to, you know, to find a candy that was easily digestible that you enjoyed or whatever, and just, you know, have that in your pocket or your you know, your fuel belt or whatever. And so I did some experimenting and I tried some gummy bears and I didn't like, they were too chewy. Like I couldn't digest Mm -hmm. them quick enough. And what I wound up having for my marathon were chuckles. I don't know, like a lot of like younger people, younger than me don't have never heard of them, but they come in like a, a, like a long, like package and they're Uh these little sort of like inch by inch different like squares of these like gooey candies but they're but it's like you know it's kind of like a um you know like a gummy kind of candy but it's a little softer and it's easier to digest but it's like all sugar like it's coated with sugar you know (laughs) and but this was perfect this is what i used for the new york city marathon i had two little yeah. sleeves of these chuckles so maybe like mm-hmm. 10 of them and that was my fuel and it worked you know i mean i you know i i thankfully have run a few marathons a lot faster <laughs> since but um yeah that's that's what i did so you know spot on i mean everybody has to find what works for them and it could be you know something um a little more traditional for a runner, like a goo or a gel or, um, or it could be just some goofy candy that works for them. You know, I, I know a lot of people that do stuff that wouldn't work for me, but that goes back to being an individual and you got to find something that works for your stomach. So exactly. um, Yeah. I just ran a half marathon, um, in February, the, the Austin half marathon. And I flew down there and I was going down there for a run retreat that I work with as well for nutrition. And I totally spaced on taking my own nutrition. Like I didn't Mm. take any of the gels that I usually use. So I was like, Hail Mary, I'm going to use fruit snacks. Cause I'd used that yeah. in the past and I, you know, just had fruit snacks and we're eating fruit snacks during, and it worked out great. I had a great half marathon. So, yeah. you know, yep. Yeah. Um, I've no, I noticed in my, like one of my best running years was 2014 and a lot of weird stuff happened that year. Um, but, um, one of the, the things that happened at, at the beginning of the year is I, I was diagnosed with thankfully stage one breast cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but it scared the heck out of me that I just started, um, I got really crazy about nutrition. It was like the only thing that I could control. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I eliminated dairy. I started going as much as I could to, you know, a whole foods plant-based diet. Mm-hmm. And it was such a game changer. Like it, 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 it made me like, it, I was a better athlete that year. Yeah. You know, it really, it really, really worked. Um, so 
Um, but I also know having a coach helps. So what is, you know, what is working with you um, look like in terms of nutrition coaching? Yeah. So fundamentally um, it, it is very individualized. You know, I can't, you know, people message me on Instagram and say, you know, oh, I'm running this, I, you know, weigh this, I, you know, what should I be eating? It's so much more complicated than that. Right. Um, so it is way more, um, you know, individualized. So what working with me looks like is I sit down um, with the individual, usually virtually most of the time. So even before COVID, we were doing virtual sessions most of the time um, and sit down for 45 to 60 minutes. And we go over medical history, you know, nutritional history, um, your lifestyle, like what does your work schedule look like? What's your light, like lifestyle, family, um, you know, partner, you know, what, what does everything look like? What are the, your hobbies on the, on the side of also running and training for a marathon. Um, so I go into the whole detail because nutrition is not just what you eat, but it's where you eat it, what's influencing it, what you're doing throughout the rest of your day. Um, and then from there, creating a, a personalized nutrition journey, basically it's, you know, it can be a meal plan. It can be a fueling plan. And then from there, it's not only that first session is really getting into the weeds of things. And then it's support after that it's sessions where we go through, what were your big wins? I always try to start sessions with what were your successes? What were your wins this past week or the past two weeks since we last talked? What were some things you maybe struggled with, with some of the things we talked about? Um, where if there's any biometrics we need to look at or um, bioavailability of certain nutrition or things like that, we get into that in the follow-up sessions. Um, but then we also kind of go into, um, you know, other areas, you know, what is something you want to improve upon? What are things that you notice from this last week or last two weeks? And how, how do we want to improve upon that? And so I basically, I go, yes, I have a, a kind of a template that I use with each individual and kind of a guidance of making sure we cover all the nutrition, but really it is the, the client and the runner who, who basically motivates and, and guides the conversations each session um, based off of how their week went, what they were able to accomplish, what their runs were, um, all those different things uh, guides the conversation while still hitting, hitting on all the points that are important for a runner to, especially a marathon runner to really um, hone in on. Yeah, it sounds fabulous. Sounds fabulous. And, and I know from uh, you know, whether it's, whether it's running or nutrition or a lot of other things, having a coach is really super valuable. So, um, um, where can people connect with you? Yeah. So people can connect with me. A lot of times it's easiest on Instagram, um, or, um, on Twitter as well. Uh, and then I also have my website, which is fuelwithnader.com. Mm -hmm. Um, and so those are the best places to connect with me. Um, if you're in Chicago, connect with me at three run, two runs, mm -hmm. or, um, the, you know, a lot of times those Thursday night runs at the boulevards, I'm, I'm usually there. So they can always connect with me in real life IRL, mm -hmm. yep. um, if they want to. Cool. Well, I'm, I'm hoping, um, you know, Kurt and I were talking, that it's been like over two years since we've been to like we we were like at some of the you know the summer things last summer i think he and i both went so maybe like two runs and then my schedule just got so crazy and he yeah. was battling some ailments and what have you but uh thursday nights we're definitely going to get back for the boulevard runs i really i really miss them and i think it, you know i'm gonna i'm i'm working down in the west loop now so i think we're gonna he and I are going to try to meet up and uh, 
and and get back to uh, some sort of regular Thursday run. So yeah, yeah, it's a it's a wonderful group, and you know I've I've um, heard this a lot, but you know the one of the greatest things I think that running uh, brings all of us is to, so many friendships and relationships, and um, you know you are certainly one of those people, and uh, just through Run Two has been such a great group and. Chicago is just a wonderful place to run. It, it really is. Um, you know, I, I've, I've relocated here, you know, like four years ago, but I feel a very, very um, part, a, a big part of the running community. So I'm thrilled. Well, Lydia, it has been super wonderful having you on today. Thank you so much. Just really, I wish that, you know, I wish we could talk for hours because it's such an important <laughs> subject and there's like so much else, but um my audience knows where to find you. I'm going to put every all that in the show notes so that they can uh, just click and and go. Um, and and I look forward to seeing you out um, either in Logan Square or out on the lakefront very soon. Yeah. Yes. We'll talk more while we're running. We'll do that and have that longer conversation there. <laughs> all right. Have a great a great night. Thank you. Bye -bye. You too. Bye.